Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Goldstein. And I'm the magic castle of this <laughs> podcast. Well, if that's yes. truly so, you really you put me in a world Talk. of pain today. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. We were talking oh about god. it a little off pod and I'm dying to hear it. Oh so my god, yes. Shifted, well, I shifted gears here. Did, you know, shift, shift my gear. My gears need oily lubrication rest <laughs> renovation um mommy's hungover just full stop must admit just woke up like emerged from the cave to be here which is which is fun i feel like i haven't done a what's your sign probably still drunk in um in a minute but um we all, we all, it was Pablo's birthday. We all went to the arcade first. So we were already on a high of yesterday. Like yes. the arcade was like out of this world. The arcade. I don't know so, if you guys were buzzing that was after so the arcade, much fun. but I, I didn't want to leave. I yeah. Didn't the arcade, I didn't want to leave. I was pissed. I was like, what am go. I going to be here by myself? But like, I didn't want to leave. <laughs> the arcade so over delivered. Um, it was, yeah, and that truly did. That's rare. We were, we went out of town not like out of town out of town just to like azusa but like on our way back we were like Ooh. should we stop at the arcade again because we oh, still have the wristbands wrist yeah yes. <laughs> it's too know, tired I'm but like, we've been telling everybody yeah i think it's like you know if you want to know it's a message i don't know if i want to blow it up too yeah. hard because at first when we got there it was empty and i got sad and i was like shit do i need to like save this arcade and then it got full and i was like okay yeah. cool i don't know calm down bitch like they're <laughs> they're fine um, I mean, yeah, all you can play wristband. Also, just having free play. If you died, it didn't matter. You could truly get yeah. good at a game, which was exciting. Or well, play a bunch of stuff and figure out which ones you like. Because mm-hmm. I know, like, some. I think Steve was saying, like, he he could just sit at the racing games all day, and it's like that's yeah. not really my thing. I like to check them out, but like other mm-hmm. ones, I'm like, I really enjoyed this. I want to play more games like that. You know, totally <laughs> love racing. Yeah. Um, I would. I love shooting <laughs> I, I mean all the if they had a top ddr i can't wait to get good at ddr because like that's happening yeah that's for sure. that's my that's gonna be in my lifetime i mean you could really go pro at this arcade because you know yeah. i've talked about an alternate life where i become a big buck hunter i go to vegas i clean up that's what yeah. i do you, you know you, you watch these vice stocks it's like oh that's all you do all day is you play ddr yeah. or big buck hunter and you go clean up 100k Absolutely. Go back to the arcade, practice it all again. Um, so already soaring off the arcade and then just had a short intermission before heading to the Magic Castle. Okay. For anyone who doesn't know, the Magic Castle is this institution. It's not as old as we thought it was. I think it's been 60 years. I don't I don't know why okay. I thought it was like hundreds of years, but that's just, it feels like it's I think they want years. you it's to also, think that. It's mm-hmm. also invite only. It's, it's you know. Members you only. No, yeah, no walking in. Yeah. You have to, it's a, you might be familiar with it if you watch the show back in the day, Love. There's a whole episode about their strict dress code and how hard it is to get a invitation. I got it by chance because I'm a weirdo in a lot of strange Facebook groups for various jobs I've had where I have to find people. So I was in a Glendale mom's group and a nice realtor named Wesley was like, who wants a ticket? And I said, me, me, me. And so I took my sweet love to Magic Castle. L- LA Institution, never been. Also, I came in as a hater. 
truthfully. I was trying to be neutral, but I was leaning hater for sure. And I tried to, you know, that's just the disclaimer. Not a hater, hater no longer, fan, deadly drunk, easy to easy to get very drunk there. Very generous for birthdays. Just got to right. let let the people know. Big ass glass of champagne. This is for not for me, for, for the birthday boy. Big ass glass of champagne. A good, cute little dessert. Doubling your drinks. Like they'll be like, here's a double Whoa. shot. Yeah, that's a nice Whoa. birthday touch, actually, because it's like. Okay. I mean, they didn't ask, mm-hmm. which is also a little dangerous, but it was just like, here's a double for you. But the Magic Castle, you have to get an entree. It's an expensive night. Not not as I thought it'd be more expensive, but like, but it was wasn't cheap. But well, it's like it's, you have to buy an entree. You, you got to pay for an ent- entrance ticket. You know, there's it's fee 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 fee. It's especially expensive for the quality i think that's the like mm-hmm. and not the no drink going there for the food you know the food like, is like going. not and then you're like i can't believe i spent like what x amount of dollars on this like overcooked dry like dry steak or whatever but totally i it's edible go, it's not yeah. like yeah well and also the after dinner is the show so the i think we did it right because we're like we ate a little bit before we went because we knew the food wasn't going to be bomb we got like the smallest filet mignon which was fine it wasn't, it mm-hmm. was, I thought it was going to be worse. Was fine. Got a shrimp cocktail. Like we stayed in the safe snack zone because we didn't want to be too heavy. That was the other part of getting drunk. We didn't want to be too heavy and didn't want leftovers because we're going to be sauntering around this mm-hmm. castle. My other advice, I would have gotten there earlier because I wanted to check out. They have like, it's like hard. There's no other good descriptor for this besides like Hogwarts, right? It's like, oh, here's a bar on this level. Here's a bar on that level. Here's a library mm-hmm. owl bar. Um, you're not allowed to take pictures. You're not allowed to take video. I'm very curious if this has been a lo- always a rule or like of the modern phone era. Like, has mm-hmm. it always been like, no, like our secrecy, don't take pictures. I would think so. I think so. I, I mean, think I, so. I haven't been in like eight years, but mm-hmm. definitely and- then it was just as strict. Mm-hmm. And maybe even more so. I don't know. I feel like we weren't allowed to have our phones. I don't remember mm. how but yeah. yeah everyone was i would i thought some people would maybe i'd catch people breaking the rules and it was kind of freeing to force to be present for an evening too because it was like mm-hmm. you know re- this phone is i mean this thing's going on airplane mode no no need to check i think i got drunker because they do require the men to wear suits and you know you have to dress up gowns it was and then maybe it's this steamy tropical storm summer we're having it was a little moist inside mm-hmm. it was a little it was a little clammy so pablo's like sweating in the damn suit i'm in my like slinky dress breezy having a great time comfortable it totally so i think he was even he told me this morning we reported we did our report backs after watching a lot of david copperfield when we got home last night because this <laughs> yeah. is like the role we were on where he was like he's like i was so stuffy he's like my only negative i was so stuffy he was like, I was scared if I got drunk, like, where do I go puke? Like, I don't even, and also I don't want to be puking there and like making our, the guy who invited us from Facebook look bad. And it'd be a really bad place to be too drunk. Very limited bathrooms. Wouldn't recommend it. But people were yeah. like, you'd hear people giggling in one other room and giggling over here. It was like very like, I was almost like, when do we start eyes wide shut? Yeah. Fucking, you know, like there was like a, a there was a splash of I- that. 
And then there's like a seated maggot. Yeah, I was like, I do think think there is a level of a bar where you would go into, like, you'd be like, oops, wrong room. (laughs) Or right room. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? And it was like, everyone's dressed up. Like, I get it. I I almost think no pictures and videos, and I get why they do it, is almost a disservice. Because I think if I saw more of this as an outsider who thought it was corny, I'd be like, oh, this isn't corny. This is actually cool. And I'm sure there's... I don't think they want people coming. But they don't want that. They don't yeah. need that. And <laughs> how much is, is a and how much is a membership? It's probably thousands of dollars. One one would think. I thought you had I mean, to be invited think, by a magician. Yeah, I was like, I think you need to be uh, a magician to be yeah. a member. So like, it's not like a, it's not a uh, club. This is a magician's place. So you either have to like know someone, either be a magician yourself who gets a like it's inducted into the membership or whatever or you have to know someone who then gives you the guest passes that you have access to because they do get a certain amount every year to give out to like friends and family to bring them i don't know because they were trying that makes sense tell us we could come back i thought last time there was a lot of energy about coming back there was a lot of like come back bring your friends and i'm like but it's hard to yeah i I remember that too but it's been so long i don't remember exactly how well Mm -hmm. someone someone demystify this process for us because talk you know someone talk you can we'll do our magic there yeah you can go on (laughs) podcasting yeah exactly (laughs) i'm pro i'm pro magic the tricks to i mean like how does a bird come out of a sleeve i don't know hey like i don't i a cat out of a literal hat i was it was just very funny to be very and Pablo's birthday was so Leo of just childlike arcade magic like it just and it was Leo new moon as well. So it was just like all very of that. But we were I was, Did I was you... impressed. But the up close magic was cool, too. I yeah, like the card the shit was like, I mean, also I was so drunk. I'm tipping like 50s. Like I'm going crazy. Like last I was just like the oh, magicians yeah. had me. Which makes me think about the magician tarot too. Like I'm like now I'm like in the world of illusion and magic as a I never pull the magician. I just don't think much about like magicians and illusionists. Did you see the big shows or did you see mostly the small rooms? We mainly saw the big show. Maybe it's because it was a Tuesday too. We sat and saw a big show, which like one guy was like on America's Got Talent. Uh and we did like the music choices for magicians is very funny. Like you know, with Woo Woo Wellness, there's a lot of we hear the worst of the music, but like magicians take it to like a new level yeah. of like sushi restaurant yoga, but then like mystery. And like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know where they get these soundtracks. Also would love that demystifying. Like, where do they pick their playlist? And their names are great. It's like, I mean, this was a real magician. And he was really good. Like Mandre, like Mandre is coming to the stage. And yeah, just we're truly watching a lot of Penn and Teller. I don't know, like some of the shit these people are doing is like, even if it is like you tell me how you did it, the fact that you can even do this in front of me. Like we were like we were drunk, but we're not like, you know, we're watching the up close card magic. We're like, we know it's going to go under the cup, (laughs) like it's going to go under the cup. But how do we still not see it going Mm -hmm. under the cup? It was cool. I kind of want to see Penn and Teller before it ends. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have now we're looking up Copperfield's performing twice a night every night in Vegas. It's just wild. We were watching his flying videos from like the late 80s, early 90s. Have you seen them? Mm-mm. No. You guys, I'm going to link this. It's, I mean, I guessed how it was done, I will say. And I, I had, it's not fully confirmed, but he must be using magnets 
He's literally just jet propelling, flying around a stage, truly no strings, nothing. And I'm like, but he has such control. He picks up a woman from the audience, floats her away like Peter Pan. I was like, are you kidding me? Fucking like flood the stage on site if that ever First of all, man, being able to pick you up is like crazy. And then being able to fly away with you is the next the next level. He made the Statue of Liberty disappear. I don't know. We were again drunk. Hey. I fell asleep in my dress with like David Copperfield on on the screen. Magic. But it was if you can get yourself a ticket to the Magic Castle, I fully endorse. I think it's a charming place. Feels like if I could go once a year, I'd be like th- that'd be thrilling. It's and but the magic community it's very yeah there's a lot of twin peaks velvet room just that building alone is is cool as yeah shit. but drink like six roses and now i'm here and it's virgo season <laughs> and so virgo happy. seasons help help me <laughs> what what help virgo me. wouldn't want to drink six roses i mean yeah i know i think this is that on well leo's and virgos they have i think they have more in common, of course. Signs leading into each other always do. But they're they're not as starkly different as their opposition. Even that, again, every sign has something in common. That'd be a fun like workbook project. It was like, what are like the similarities we can find between each sign and differences? Because there's none that's like, oh, that's a totally different from this sign. Okay, mm-hmm. I have to. I'm done talking because I <laughs> literally should not be. You're, you're totally uh, no. fine. You're doing you're amazing, sweetie. Uh, yes. <laughs> Help <No>. me. <laughs> you don't need. You don't need if it. You, oh, this is a good plug. You want to watch my face? Come on YouTube. YouTube.com <laughs> yeah. slash at. It's at, you know, it's what's your sign? What's your sign? On, all on YouTube. Find on all us. Plats. Subscribe, like, comment, share. You both you know. have been. We've talked about the magic. Yes, castle. but I haven't. I only went when I was a little kid. Well, and, hopefully, uh, I have this realtor hook. I could have brought up to six. So, I mean, I had right. made it. I had to make it special love time for this this year. But of course, I, I'm hitting up this realtor every year. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe hit up your local real. I don't know. There, there are I. There are also I like know a magician sadly, <laughs> and I, um, <laughs> I uh, there are like other tickets that where you don't have to do dinner there are like other ways mm-hmm. in so that okay. would be ideal they do have a brunch me. that was also like a different price level oh another thing about last night which of course it's a birthday place but like many many birthdays and not even just many birthdays a few of the people who are across the table from us having their birthday were like because Pablo got a button that says like it's my magical birthday, Pablo, which was very it was very Disney as well. Like mm-hmm. we're back in a Disney oh, yeah. sort of theme, Disney wish. Um, but you know, they'd be like, What's your birthday, Pablo? And he's like, Today, like August 15th. They're like, Oh, me too, me too. Like so everyone was like August 15th. So that was kind of cute too. Cause it's not always that you get everybody on the, the same, same birthday, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, well, magic is real. Ma- magicians are, I don't know if I want to say cool, but they're definitely interesting. <laughs> There's corn. It's still corny. Lots of scarves and candles and 
Renfair. Almost, I keep calling everything Renfair, but it was Renfair adjacent for sure. Everything, anything that you're getting good at is corny because you have to like be obsessed and do it a bunch totally. and, and like be sincere about it because it takes that effort. So I think that like mm -hmm. the more With we can lean into corniness. Well, and magicians are like mimes too. I don't know if every magician is like this, but they don't talk. They're just doing trick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, the card people up close would talk and be like snazzy and kind of casino-y, but like the onstage performers were very mime and scarves. So they're doing a lot with their face and like a lot of drama. It's like very camp, of course. Yeah. Well, I think they have to distract you somehow. In close-up magic, mm -hmm. It you can do it with your voice, but on a big mm -hmm. stage like that it has to be elsewhere i think the thing that makes magic corny to me and maybe this will get us into <laughs> today's topic is there is like a level of preparedness to yeah. have being able to always pull a fake thumb out or a mm -hmm. something means you always have that on you and so it is just kind of this like it that to me makes it feel like lame in a way i mean i still yeah i'm blown away every time don't get me wrong i'm I'm God. Mm -hmm. I'm never figuring out the trick. But mm -hmm. like it is to me, I'm just like, oh, you've like had that card in your sleeve all day or like what's mm -hmm. the what's the thing where it's like, yeah, there's a level of preparing and mm -hmm. they, yeah. they have they have they walk around with that thumb. The card yeah. is in the sleeve. The quarter this, is always there. The suit that'd be maybe that's the next a new magician thing naked magic like you have nowhere to hide any of well i guess there's a few places you could still <laughs> hide things but just the like full bear illusion but also looking at the magician card like one of the words keywords too is resourcefulness which i think goes mm -hmm. into the virgo season it's like you're you are just working mm -hmm. with things that already exist you're not pulling in anything mm -hmm. totally out of the ordinary but it did oh. at times feel like this was just magic. Like this was just, there's no physical explanation for this. The magician card too. It's like each of the elements and all of that kind of thing where it's using a little bit of having everything and being able to use it where I think, you know, something that's fun is like an uncle doing a magic trick at a thing because he doesn't have all the stuff. So he has to work with what he has or whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. Someone pulling a quarter behind your ear as a kid feels like just as magic because they're using what's in the room or whatever. They, they don't they don't have all of the elements, if that makes sense. Mm hmm. I think the Vir I think Virgo is very magician because I think it also is about that like mutable capturing the moment thing, too, which is like in the when all of those elements come together, like you're talking about, and also like changing something from something didn't work and now it works all of a sudden. Like that is, there is that like, whoa, before our eyes, this became something else or like just at, at a moment before it's chaos, but then at a different moment, it's magic. Let's. Uh, yeah, I was wondering, I'm like, cause I know like only my big three tarot cards for the sun sign. Cause I'm not like love tarot, but not him practitioner and i didn't realize virgo's the hermit i mean i mean it makes mm -hmm. sense in a very yeah. like stereotypical virgo way i was just curious if any of them had the magician as their isn't uh, it aries i think it's i thought it was gemini maybe 
Gemini's the love. This is the lovers. Teen Vogue. No, um, you're right. But... The lovers, the duality. I don't know if anyone is the magician. I no. think Aries. Aries is Aries the is the emperor. emperor. I can do a qu- I'll quickly run through. Aries the emperor. Taurus the her- hierophant. Gemini the lovers. Cancer the chariot. Leo strength. Virgo the hermit. Libra justice. Scorpio death. Sagittarius temperance. Capricorn the devil. Aquarius the star. And Pisces the moon. Interesting. Oh, I always thought it was the numbers so that's interesting to hear Mm. yeah like magician is one Mm -hmm. so that's Mm -hmm. why i always thought it like went like that yeah i'm curious how these are picked like who like who picked them because i've heard these i've heard a few of these before but a bunch of these other things are saying that it's associated with mercury which is what you were just saying julia yeah i was like i know it's a mercury Mm, a mercurial card Yes, yeah. exactly. Because I know there are also planetary tarot that you would mm-hmm. do as well. Again, not as not as well versed in tarot, um, though. Huge, love their work. Huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> and this feels um, like very early astrology for me. I'm like, I don't know any of the other signs. I've only looked at mine. And hell yeah. here we and here we are. No, I think that mercurial mercurial for sure. And, you know, in talking about Virgo we got to talk about that and i think that that's mm-hmm. like a under i feel like we actually do a good job of always being like hey virgo we got you we're gonna make sure that we we talk about things other than being organized and being mm-hmm. you know, whatever um yes. but i do i do think that that is if we are talking about this virgo season in particular talk coming off of or coming through as part of the venus retrograde kind of like portal that we're in having a mercury retrograde we'll get into the the mm-hmm. you know breakdown of the weeks and the transits um in there but i do think that this can be a very like magical transformative we've got a lot of things working at our disposal kind of thing that like if mm-hmm. you are able to distract both yourself and <laughs> and others kind of like i think it is those equal parts of like that faking it till you make it putting on a good performance that uh i think is also a very like i don't know i don't know if that necessarily is a virgo um trait always because i think that virgo is also because it is mercury ruled it is very communicative and and self-disclosing and that's where we get some of those kind of like self-deprecating neurotic um Mm -hmm. associations and so i don't know if virgo is always the more like fake it till you make it coming especially coming from leo season um but i do think in this one there is a little bit of an invitation to be like just like go with it and keep like trust that this is the the process that we're in and we're gonna be we're gonna be okay Mm -hmm. i think they can if it's i think the mutability comes back in there where it's like they can if that's what the price is to pay for whatever it is Mm -hmm. they need or want but i don't think it's like as like on as leo has to be where virgo is like is this the important thing i need to be on for or can i should yeah. i save that for this other thing i'll have to be on mm-hmm. for it's interesting because i'm thinking of the mercury part of it and mm-hmm. i find like uh I find I've like studied communication. I have a degree in it. And so I find it interesting because I think sometimes the better you are at it, like the worse it is for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, not thinking about myself necessarily, but I think sometimes you 
see people that are super clear with their boundaries or super um su- able to talk about difficult topics or whatever and it makes other people like afraid or um like it makes other people shut down sometimes mm-hmm. um especially because i think mercury and virgo specifically are like the type of people that are firing on all cylinders they usually i think can get into flow pretty easily and kind of you know um spot things quick and that kind of Mm -hmm. thing and then if other people are take a little longer processing um sometimes it leaves them feeling like they didn't have space to present their feelings or present their um Mm -hmm. i don't know their side of things or talk at all or or be the one to pick out a thing in the conversation or or follow a path or whatever. And so I think the hermit is an interesting representation of that sign because it is about, you know, taking time, being introspective, like taking breath, not just continuing without having things be multifaceted and in that like self-reflective way. Mm-hmm. That made me, I love all that. I think it's like, I think the Mercury, Mercury, like Mercury, the Mercurial message of Virgo is like very important. And I was thinking about it this as I opened my eyes for the first time this morning. But I was thinking about like, of course, Gemini versus Virgo in their Mercurialness. And I've like just had a very stoner bone. I'm like, oh, they square. Like they're not, they're Mercuries, mm-hmm. but they're square Mercuries. Unlike Taurus and Libra with their Venus, where they're just, Quinn Kunks and like you know you can look mm-hmm. into those patterns too but I like it just kind of like clicked on I'm like oh they're both super mercurial but very different bringing very different energy of like what it means to be mercurial so I think it also just Virgo broadens our definition of what it means to be that good communicator and I do think it's true I think Virgos just know so hard what they're talking about that I think Gemini can dumb it down <laughs> where Virgo's like no catch up to like mm-hmm. what I'm giving you. Yeah. I think Virgo is like the doing something with the information versus just continuing to ga- gather <laughs> yeah. information. And cause it's like, we can just go back and forth to me. It feels like the, that, like, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of like what game it is. And I'm thinking of where it's like, you get to a certain point and you're just back and forth. Like no one's going to like yeah. win in this back and oh, forth. Oh, like thing. air hockey mm-hmm. yesterday. <laughs> Oh my god! Yes. Four four we're, person air hockey. I can't believe I forgot to not bring that up. Yeah, crazy, crazy shit. If we are just countering and counterpointing each other to death, you know, it's like tic tac toe when you both know how to play yes. too good. It's like, well, this is not even fun because yeah, exactly. we are too, we're both too smart to play this game. Yeah, where it's like that's what's going to happen. But I think that Virgo is like, yeah, but I also just. I made a choice to see this thing through and now I know the problems with a thing instead of just saying like, here's what works, here's what doesn't. And this is how you get the best kind of like results, not mm-hmm. not just, oh, well, this is information and did you know this too and this and this and this. And I think that yeah, that's where that square energy comes from is like, yeah, but also there's like real there's physical stuff too because it is that earth, you know, mutable earth where it's like, yeah, did the stuff grow or not? Like, you could keep giving me facts about what kinds of things are there, but, like, can you grow food? Can you do Mm -hmm. the thing? Can you make something happen from 
what it is mm, that you mm-hmm. from the information that you gathered can you synthesize that into something that we can do something with like that's the useful practical application then follows the yes instruction and i think for us coming through this venus retrograde coming you know, kind of getting the tail end of that, but we're still going to be in the shadow. So we're going to be feeling all of that. And then having the Mercury retrograde, I think it is very Mm -hmm. much going to be about us distilling down like what is what are we doing with this information and what's working for us and what's not, you know, that's always the Mercury retrograde, you know, kind of things like what's what's working and what's not. But really like, Mm -hmm. okay, I'm getting information. How does this stack up against what I've learned about myself during this Venus, what I've decided my values are, and how am I making this all kind of how am I synthesizing these things together and reorienting myself based on this information? Mm-hmm. Um, let's that's oh, why yeah. it's called towards service, too, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. why. Um, and I think we forget sometimes that service is something where it's like you often get people just being horrible to you or having a bad day and taking it out on you or like whatever the thing is writing a Yelp review, those kind of things. Um, and the fun part of that. And I think the growth part of that is like, like I remember like somebody wrote a horrible review of me at a bar I used to work at and my boss like wrote back a really mean response to them. <laughs> and I didn't even know he had seen it. Like he didn't come up to me and say like what happened or whatever, but have knowing that other people see your service and see what you do Mm. and have your back in that way it is like like just seeing that online and being like whoa he like kind of went at them or whatever it was Mm -hmm. like oh he Mm -hmm. like cares about me and supports me and isn't gonna like fire me because of a review or whatever so remembering Mm -hmm. the support part of it and all of those things for i think especially for venus retrograde time especially going into you know what we're going to experience this virgo season i think too Mm -hmm. that in that example especially is that so much of it is about the acknowledgement that there are problems and it's about how do we solve problems and mm-hmm. not not that they don't exist, not that we're not going to encounter those sorts of things where it's like, what do you do? What do you do when you come up against those things? And so it's like, yeah, ser- service doesn't imply that there will never be disservice <laughs> or like whatever, you know, it's how do how do I respond to that? How do you that is just as much a part of it as as getting ahead of it is also going when something isn't for someone, how do you handle that? And if you are known to be someone who knows how to handle those situations, but you on the other side can't also go, Oh, well, yeah, that's disappointing, but this person did their best to accommodate me. And now I know, like, I also feel supported in that way too. I think it's that like, I don't know, not reality, but it's the, again, in that kind of like neurotic way, it's those things of Virgo being that like critical thing because they know we know that there are issues or whatever and it is both not it's not ignoring them it's responding to them and accounting for them and um being honest about that mm-hmm. you know this virgo season starts august 23rd the sun ingresses into virgo at 201 a.m pacific standard time adjust for your time zone obviously this is the same day that mercury stations retrograde uh, a little bit later in the afternoon, uh, just before one o'clock, Mercury will station retrograde at 21 degrees and 51 minutes of Virgo. As we've been talking about, Virgo is ruled by Mercury. So Mercury is in its domicile while it will be retrograde. I do think this is perhaps a, a better place for it to be retrograde <laughs> than others. And yeah. I think also a mutable, like a mutable 
Mercury already that is kind of used to going both ways, if we will, um, I think is going to be more comfortable, although it might also be more um, exacting because it is Virgo and it is in its domicile that this might be really like, you know, this is very much a paperwork one for me where it's like definitely mm-hmm. double check that you cross those things because you can get like get got on those technicalities. This does feel very technicality kinds of things, you know? I feel like it's even more organizational. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't find that photo you need for a thing because you've, like, screen capped so many times that you have duplicates of every, like, everything's so messy that it, like, that kind of uh, uh, Mercury retrograde miscommunication stuff. Sure. I don't know. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. It feels like... um, Virgo Mercury retrograde feels very like, oh, we get in the next day because we didn't factor in the time mm-hmm. change because it's actually pl- like it's very like literal. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. So and I think too like checking your maybe because I'll travel right after this. It's like checking that your passport's not expired. So it's like having the or, if uh, you know, when does this come out? A few days before Virgo Mm -hmm. seasons, you know, like updating your computers or like making storage space, like very like literal means of of keeping. And it's interesting, too, that we're starting off Virgo season with Mercury retrograde in its sign. Not exactly the same as Leo season starting off Leo season with (laughs) Venus retrograde in Leo, because, it's you know, if it was if the sun could go retrograde, then maybe that'd be, uh, you know, more of its thing. But, you know. There's we're kicking off both Leo and Virgo season in retrogrades, and it just feels very astrology screaming. Hey, notice these Leo Virgo things. And Mm -hmm. of course, angling and then on the planets that are retrograde around it. I think wherever you have Leo and Virgo in your chart, just I how can that not be special attention to that that zones? It's like it's just too loud of like a please Mm -hmm. fix clean check-in maintenance on whatever is happening in this mm-hmm. in this zone mm-hmm. absolutely um right after the sun moves into virgo we get a trine from mars uh to pluto mars will be at 28 degrees and 23 minutes of virgo trining pluto at 28 degrees and 23 minutes of capricorn which i think is like what a way to start <laughs> in terms yeah of, clean house of this of much. like yeah of yeah, of cleaning cleaning house or either being like not like hey, literally or maybe literally, but like I think yeah. it feels remove removal. Yes, absolutely. In that way of like both getting getting a head start on what you're doing, but also like the all encompassing implications of not doing those things. Mm-hmm. And not to be not to be scary. I don't mean it like that because it's not. But it is that like, I mean, even thinking of the the duplicate screenshot one where it's like oh no this isn't a this isn't just a like I got to delete some things this is a I need to develop a new workflow in here because Mm -hmm. I should have or now I'm gonna make files for all of the like I'm gonna have folders in my photos where everything goes so this never happens again and you know whatever like that kind of those kinds of things of thinking of it I think more transformationally really Mm -hmm. clearing stuff out as opposed to just like taking out the trash Mm. it makes me think of like and I've I've done this with other not you guys work partners in the past because I'm finishing up taxes and stuff. And it's like, oh, when you're organizing your Google Sheets, don't do just at Gmail, put the full dot com. So it's copy and pasteable. Like if you're putting mm-hmm. dollars, you have to put cents 
for the tax. Like, so, or, oh, is this $45 or $450? It's like, oh, just like, you're already here and doing it. So just add on to that step. And I'm sorry, I'm again, drunk person on the mic, circling back to Mercury retrograde just for a split second. We'll have a full episode on Mercury retrograde the next, yes. next week. So if you're like, yeah. I need more on this. We always talk about the Mercury retrograde. So you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, we'll for, focus on that while it is but, a highlight and it's definitely mm-hmm. going to keep coming up, you know, mm-hmm. in the <laughs> And maybe we, we, talk about we can talk about it more on that episode too, but it's look I was just wondering when we had Virgo Mercury retrograde and we we did have a little bit of one last fall and we've had a lot where it starts in Virgo and changes signs and this is our first like in Virgo one. Um we can talk about it. Well, okay. I'm done. <laughs> it's uh, our first ever. Or first in a few years, in some years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The last, like, there was one in 2016, 17, but it was also another, like, started in one sign, changed over. Same with 2022. And then this is our first, like, just in Virgo, Mercury retrograde. Yeah. I think it's good to, um, I mean, I will celebrate Virgo and Mercury go well together, being in that sign longer. I mean, I think we all remember Gemini Mars and how how frustrating that was but um this one these two things seem to fit together so hopefully it'll Mm -hmm. be a little bit a little bit less of a a burden um but still Mm -hmm. obviously check your stuff and and you know find your thing you want to work on for that period of time it's Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and i think that just that preparation again we'll talk about it more i don't want to do too much but like that it's there the point is to find those things that we need to to reorganize and redistribute and redo. So mm-hmm. it is that's built in. Of course, it might be frustrating and and apologies for <laughs> for whatever if this is not comforting when your your car breaks down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but but that is you know that is what these periods are for. Um, after that beautiful trine we get a sun's opposition to saturn on the 27th of august the same day that mars moves into libra which i think also is a kind of like um i like that mars will be in libra i was just talking with someone during a reading about libra mars and how it is technically considered in Mm. detriment in this in this place but it's not because mars doesn't function there it's because it's harder to make decisive decisions for more than one person essentially that like mm-hmm. if we are trying to make decisions that benefit everybody that's a hard decision to make it's because that's not the kinds of like martian uh martial decisions that we do mm-hmm. like and i think that having that mars in libra coming on the heels of venus retrograde and prioritizing our personal values and kind of like ourselves and really getting you know geared up in this way and then having this mars and libra being like but how do we like how do we still kind of interact with each other how do we still be uh thoughtful harmonious and that can be i think can lead to these communication mix-ups these kinds of things where we're gonna have to like reorganize ourselves reorient ourselves and how how much do we want to do that for the benefit of keeping peace mm-hmm yeah, I I think that um, Libra Mars is a real if you can play offense, play defense um, placement 
I think that if we are operating that way, like we're in a time where you can play defense on so many different things. And I think especially Virgo is like health oriented. And so it is like, we're going into fall season. This is when, Mm -hmm. you know, people start getting sick more. And so it's like upping your ginger turmeric tea stash. This is like getting your, and also like doing all of your medical stuff too. Don't, I'm not like advocating Mm -hmm. uh, against science or anything, but like, restocking your vitamin c for that you haven't since when covid or whatever like getting all that stuff like defense going and like Mm -hmm. probiotics and like getting your body in that place that you feel um because i do feel like virgo's very in the body and like absolutely i just i think it's like a good thing to focus on doing especially heading into colder weather and most parts of the country at least for now who knows yeah <laughs> dare i say virgos are almost too in the body virgos are so of the like mm-hmm. actual mat- like organic material realm and i like all this about I, I it's funny with like libra mars being you know not in its happy space but it makes sense because you know it, but is Aries Mars a happy space? It's like, it just like knows how to do Mars things. Mm-hmm. And I think Libra doesn't typically do Mars things, but it is kind of our first reminder before we do eventually, you know, spoiler alert, get into Libra season. There's been so much of our self check-in and mm-hmm. what we need, but this is like a reminder of that other, and maybe since it is Martian, other people might actually come to us with what they need. Or maybe it is about um, after that kind of recalibration of self maybe there is this influence to um, really meet someone where they're at or vice versa or figure out Mm -hmm. like, I mean, God, have we not all been talking about like the Jonah Hill boundaries thing? I know we've been personally been talking about with some friends shit I've been going through where it's like boundaries are clear and presented and, and agreed upon. And a word I like love that I've been love coming to like these last few years is being compatible because it's like not, everyone needs to change either. Sometimes things aren't mm-hmm. just, some things are just not a fit and like n- no one sucks because of that. And it's, yeah. yeah and, and Libra Mars is very about where do we push ourselves in those? Because mm-hmm. it is, it isn't compatible. You're right. But it is, you maybe you don't like to fight, but sometimes you get thrown in the ring. So how do you yeah. handle it? Mm-hmm. And what, like, how do you maintain your integrity, your grace, your peace, your whatever you need to get through the day, your morality? And yeah. also, you know, either win the fight or do it the way that you it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. This, this like vibe also, I think because and it's it's very of the now like, you know, we've talked about villain era, like there truly might not. I think that's Leo, Libra Mars as well. Like there might not be a villain. It just might mm-hmm. be an even split of like, it's just it's amicable. Like, let's go. And I'm not saying like that means. Well, it is Venus retrograde. Maybe there is some lingering relationship things that are still percolating up in this early Virgo time, especially with Mercury retrograde. I don't know. I've had a, also a few people like, when should I talk about this hard to talk about thing? It's like, it's not a huge wrong idea to do it during Mercury retrograde because it might mm-hmm. be the time to do it where like it's a bit softened. Everyone's checking in and reviewing. So, I mean, it depends on the thing, of course, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think it is encouraging to like, those follow-up things if anything's been lingering with the relationship stuff and that can be Mm -hmm. not just you know romantic love either 
Mm-hmm. Um, on the 28th, we get Uranus stationing retrograde at 23 degrees and four minutes of Taurus, which I think will feel, you know, these are outer planets. So we certainly don't feel them the same way that we do a Mercury or a Venus. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think because we're just having a lot of retrograde right now, it does just reiterate that that theme of of slowing down, of <laughs> re-looking at these things. We're not necessarily having the same kind of forward momentum, but I do think that that, especially thinking about Uranus, does still offer opportunities for kind of breakthrough of change, of, you know, adjusting to change too and going like, okay, this is our new, this is the new reality. How do we, how do mm-hmm. we adapt in this kind of thing, giving us a little bit of slowdown? I know it's felt pretty pretty fast um for mm-hmm. a while and so i think that this does also kind of feel like this how do we how do we play some catch up you know as best we can do you guys think of uranus retrograde and of course it's like it, that you just already said that like outer planets aren't going to be as as impactful but they do give a note um of what's up do you think of uranus retrograde curbing the surprise that we get with uranus like is uranus direct more of its natural uranus flow of like unexpected change or do we think like the retrograde symbolically is more of like it's smoother because it's in its retrograde am i making sense you're making Mm -hmm. sense i think for me when i look at the outer planet transits i because they're generational i think less about how the how it this just my personal Mm -hmm. but like I think less about how it behaves because we're not seeing it like so quickly Mm -hmm. um so I think what it is is like a focus in that part of the zodiac and so I think you know people that have that area with they have placements there whatever like them coming into the news up and over a couple times to Mm -hmm. where it kind of sticks around more than like Mm -hmm. a, a a you know, Trump's been indicted like what four oh times God. now. It's like that kind of thing on a retrograde on your thing where you're like another one. Like I can't take another one, another one. But it's like larger impact things. So, um, I yeah, I think it's like more of a focus of just being in in that area of the zodiac more, causing more, you know, those aspects to happen again, the squares and the trines and things like that. That's the way I mm-hmm. look at it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. it is encouraging that old. It's staying still or even moving backwards. So it's, it is recovering or reshaking up old turf. So maybe not new su- surprises. Not that it has to be as literal as what I'm describing either. It's like, yeah, yeah. there won't ever be a new surprise, but it might be more focused yeah. on the old things that have already happened. Well, I think it's also about kind of like now integrating it into your um, like worldview, if that makes sense, where it's like the, okay, now we have this it's not as shocking anymore it's either like okay in in like the trump example we have all of these things okay now what does that do to your opinion and now what does that do to our interactions kind mm-hmm. of things of like oh now that you have this sort of thing are you um are you rebellious because you deny all of this information like what be, what was at one point kind of fringy is now not so fringy mm-hmm. and how does that change our because it is generational and it is that like um yeah, I don't know. Especially in, in Taurus consensus of what that is. Like, yeah, yeah. This, mm-hmm. this stuff becoming less and less radical because we're getting further in and we're retrograding and it's now like coalescing around it. So it is that kind of like gathering the group community <laughs> sort of well, thing. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, we are in 
like tropical storm uh, mm-hmm. time right now too and it's kind of that we see things happen we see we know things are coming when with hurricanes and things like that and knock on wood for i mean hawaii is a mess right now i just you know for, yeah. for everyone that has been through a natural disaster and knows what that's like it is we see things coming we attempt to restructure it happens then it is aftermath like going through finding bodies not finding bodies like all that kind of thing where mm-hmm. it's like there are pieces to that event and i think the retrograde and not that it means i'm not like predicting a no. natural disaster by any means just as an example like all the parts of that thing happen over you know sometimes the span of weeks months years mm-hmm. and- well no, i'm glad you like i was just thinking about maui when you said that at the same time because it's i think that there is a lot of this i mean that's that's climate change baby it's it's here and um please donate to Mm -hmm. any verified resources to donate to because it's gonna take a lot and it sucks that it's been a lot on the people because that's i'm not sure that it was climate related but it is still a disaster um, well, like climate and colonialism and yeah, yeah. no, and I mean, over- it's it's definitely yeah. horrible. Um, yeah. And I think who knows, because I think there, like I said, I think there are tropical storms. So hopefully that bypasses and they don't have like a second hitting of stuff. But um, mm-hmm. it is it is just like it's horrible to watch. It's horrible mm-hmm. to see. Mm-hmm. Well, and the consequences, which feels very Virgo, because I think Virgo works well with deadlines and consequences. It's the consequences are here as well. Mm-hmm. For like, and in terms of, you know, it, beyond just even societal shit, just like our personal lives, like where, you know, we do have to, at a certain point, decide what the things we want to do. And I think that's what I do love about Virgo too, is like, once they decide to go on a track, they really do it. And I think that's where they also have a lot in common with leo they can just get very um tunnel vision in a in a sometimes really necessary way yes on the 30th of august we have a full moon in pisces which we will of course talk about on our patreon episode so follow us on patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast where we do bonus episodes every month about the full and new moon we will get into it but it is i will just note quickly that that is our second full moon of august so Again, Mm -hmm. this is a big, this is a, this is a, we're emotional. We're spilling out. We're, we're, you know, having a lot of things kind of like come to, come to fruition or come to culmination. And so I think having these retrogrades, there is absolutely like by design for us to reorient and reorganize based on these things and to kind of learning to readjust to our new realities, whether that be Venus retrograde downloads that we've had, a friendship uh, disruptions, climate change, news, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever it is, we are learning to readjust and and prioritize in in our new realities. So mm-hmm. good to know. Uh, on the third of September, Venus will station direct. Finally, Zah. at twelve degrees of Leo and twelve minutes at six twenty p.m., it will of course still be in the shadow until October. Um, but we are getting some forward motion. So if you have anything at those like 12 to 29 degrees two of Venus, um, of Leo, I mean, uh, remember that this is going to be kind of coming back over those things. So we're not done with anything from Venus retrograde, I don't think. Um, but we mm-hmm. are in the forward kind of exit motion here too. So just to keep that in mind. 
Yeah, um, it's going to be going over the same degree territory till the shadow ends October 7th, I believe. Yes. So that whole remaining month, you know, might see yeah. things that popped up from before. Absolutely. Um, on the 4th of September, we get a Mercury trine to Jupiter. Mercury will be at 15 degrees and 35 minutes of Virgo trining 15 degrees and 35 minutes of Taurus. Um, mm -hmm. And right after that, Jupiter was stationed retrograde. <laughs> at 15 degrees. It feels very so, shoot again, your shot. Like, yeah. Hey, yeah. before I go retrograde, maybe, I don't know, maybe if it is, um, I was looking using astrology.com's kind of transit calculator you know to go through the things and they their little descriptor mentions um sending out pitches and resumes and plans and emails and i think the jupiter feels like more so maybe if you're like only going to send it to these two trusted people i mean it's still mercury you know retrograde at the end of the day but hey maybe it's shooting up like oh and i'll also include this person or this like I, jupiter just is more to me and i think that that's it feels encouraging of of whatever it is you're trying to share in terms of your message. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's all inward too. Like in your example of emails, you know, sometimes that's like a confidence thing where mm -hmm. you're like, oh, this totally. person doesn't want me to whatever. And so it's that growth of being like, why not? Like, why can't I, you know, that it's like mm -hmm. an inward growth thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One right after that on the sixth, we get uh, Kazemi Sun conjunct Mercury at 13 degrees and 37 minutes of Virgo. And I think that that is like that. I don't know. That feels either either way of that internal or that kind of um, I feel better that I went bigger than I was expecting because now it's also, you know, mm -hmm. getting a little a little sun's blessing. Kazemi can also be, you know kind of obscuring mercury in that way because it's in the sun and it's kind of overshadowed and so that might also speak to that too of being um in the like shoot your shot way that you know some something bigger might be going on you know that overshadows totally. your your work or whatever but i think regardless to feel the internal like i'm glad i went i'm glad i went for it or did it like who could have who could have known or also i think i'm thinking specifically right now of like uh, you know, being up for a part and having like a bigger, a celebrity get the part that you get where it's like, well, I was never going to, I was never going to be bigger than, you know, Brad Meryl Streep. Yeah. yeah whoever, like, of course they were always going to pick that person, but I'm glad I made it to this point and was even in the running in this, th like that is uh, affirming rather than going like, oh, it was some, you know, rival. Per it's not like as petty in that way, you know? You guys are saying things I'm thinking. It's like very tripping me out because I was going to say, coming from casting, I, it make, it made me think about, you know, people that apply, these are for reality TV shows, people mm -hmm. that apply. And I've seen too many times at the end, it can be as simple as like, oh, we don't have anyone over 60. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, we said no to this one guy like a month ago. Oh, cool. Is he free? So I think mm -hmm. too, just like a no is not always a no. It mm -hmm. can be just like a not right now, or it can be something simple. Like there's two brunettes and you are great. Like, so I think people think like that rejection is just a final stamp of, okay, you have to go uh, hide in a hole for the rest of your life where there's, it's really mm -hmm. not. No, it's not at all. Because it is in other areas of life, I think. Mm -hmm. Like we don't want to encourage that behavior in say like stalking relationships and things like that, where <laughs> it like, yeah. it, there is- stalk. Well, even just like romantic pestering or, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, Sex where it's like shit. there are like 
there are people who I think embody that a cat collar is like a really simple example where it's like, I'm just going to ask every single person walking or whatever. Yeah. And, and I'm persistent. And it's like, I think you're scary. We've especially, I think women who get are like, it's put on us a lot towards us a lot. It feels like, well, I don't want to be, I don't want to be like annoying and asked to go on the show again or, you know, mm-hmm. like, and so I think it's finding that balance and especially talking about some Libra energy and stuff like finding where it fits and what, what is appropriate and when you've, you know, outstayed your welcome, those kind yeah. of things. Yeah. And I think we'll find that out quickly with this transit too, because following that on the 8th of September, we'll get a sun trying to Jupiter. And I think mm. that again, will either be that like. Um, you know, you've you're doing this too big because again, Jupiter expands and we have a lot of positive associations with that of luck and and exuberance and things like that. But I think also in this example of like if you're going too hard in these other areas where it is like a no is a no, I just watched that below deck uh down oh, under God. thing. Oh, where, yeah. But it was Ugh. also like the you know, I don't want to I don't want to use this too much as an example because I don't want to make light of or downplay anything. But I think it it we are definitely talking about that persistence and not honoring boundaries and not listening and all that. So when it is like when you've gotten a bunch of gentle no's like you might get a bigger gentle no or it might go into a like, okay, well you're fired because you clearly can't take the gentle like we don't we're not we're not interested in giving hard <laughs> hard mm-hmm. no's all of the time, you know, that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I think just be be mindful not to whatever whatever it is coming up for you in this, you know, time period, I think is meant to, you know, again, like f- solidify our our Venus retrograde kinds of things because we've got that station direct. Uh, I was going like to say it's going to be our self-confidence instead of our yeah. self-destruction. So watch it. Think there's and, and I think, again, it's like there's going to be little things where it's like, hey, here's a second. Here's a second chance to bolster your self-confidence, not self-destruction. Here's a third chance to do it. And if we don't, then it's like, mm-hmm. hey, man, we told you we told you so many times <laughs> this is the path to take. Uh, like you got to sit. You got to take a time out. Bye. Mm-hmm. Well, in the background transit that's happening, which you just mentioned, Julia, with Venus is like, it's going to be sextiling that Libra Mars during this repath time around this like September 8th, 9th area. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that, you know, Venus and Mars being in agreement to just aids that um, quest of like, oh, no, my wants and needs are really in sync right now. And fucking listen to what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> like i'm giving you clear virgo's very like i'm giving you clear instructions even though the mercury retrograde might also make it a little fuzzier yes um on the 14th of september we have a new moon in virgo which of course again we will discuss on patreon um the 15th mercury will station direct so i mean wasn't it, that quick i know and just like that <laughs> and just like that it's done um you know i'm sure it will not feel like that when we're in it but it does i was like oh already like when i was going through sometimes these they're so fast the, well mercury they are yeah i think that mars retrograde really messed with all yeah. that i think yeah. I, I mean praise praise goddess for that mars retrograde because now i'm like oh three weeks yeah yeah okay <laughs> see you there see you there yeah. whatever but mm-hmm. let all these things go retrograde i don't care as long mm-hmm. as it's not six months of well, Gemini. <laughs> well i think it just just show that those personal like we do have frequent mercury retrogrades we live through them mm-hmm. just be aware and like yeah the personal ones venus and mars really pack quite well, the punch yeah whenever someone was saying venus at 
uh 12 or something because that's my scorpio and uh my pluto and scorpio and i was like oh that means it's gonna be a venus pluto square like in my head when you guys were talking and then i was like oh it goes around every year <laughs> like, yeah. it's like i've had that before i don't know why yeah. i'm freaking out now every year mm-hmm. and it's like a day you <laughs> yeah. know um and that same day we're also gonna have a sun uh trying to uranus which will be be retrograde as we discussed 22 degrees of virgo in 57 minutes trining uranus at 22 degrees and 57 minutes of taurus um which again i think is just again all of these ones where it's like we're gonna get they happen in layers they happen astrology is real you get it um (laughs) on the 16th it feels like coming out of the cave to new like a new dawn or something Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. after all this reflection and introspection yeah absolutely on the 16th we will have a venus square to jupiter um this is going to be i believe the second or third pass of this venus jupiter square Mm -hmm. that we've had which has been a signature of the retrograde but venus is now direct jupiter is retrograde um so i think we'll maybe get some interesting we might have some interesting news that day and certainly we're gonna have to see how the rest of this um you know plays out to say specifically what that will be around but i'm i would be interested in watching any kind of um news stuff that day but also typically that venus venus jupiter square is not necessarily as tense a square as we might have because it is the two you know because it's Mm -hmm. venus and jupiter involved that can be very you know like um you know coming up with a creative idea and um, something I think a little bit more fun. So I don't think it's one to necessarily be uh, fearful of, but also if, notice notice where that square has happened before. Um, yeah, I gotta for you to these. kind of get some get some hints. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like with the Venus too, since it's been retrograde and now we're covering that turf, especially a check in from Jupiter. I think for a lot of people has been like, I can only do so much in one day or like so much in this thing or like I think the over committing feels very checked in around Venus and Jupiter and I think a lot of people have had that with Leo again Leo being very much of like kind of more one thing at a time yeah so we'll see on the 19th we have a sun opposite Neptune um which you know I feel like we're gonna be maybe a little fuzzy around those days. This Nep- Neptune transits have been personally rough for me, but I think it's more just in this, um, you know, like we've been saying, this orienting to new reality kinds of things and mm-hmm. having clarity. And Neptune is re- retrograde as well. And so this might also be more of a clearing, more of a clearing, more of a bringing uh, together of things that are seemingly opposite but are not, which is the lesson of opposition. So I think just remembering remembering that yeah it yeah. feels on- like things are really happening neptune's far away so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or just we are. yeah maybe having some more base again based on other other revelations and other kind of musings going oh i'm actually more clear about this than i thought i don't see that these as opposed mm-hmm. as i did previously but oh, who knows man. it also might just be a day where we're feeling kind of i think just managing through all of this too, just managing kind of general general anxiety, general unknowingness, general I'm I feel like I'm turning and trying so many things and it's hard to tell what's working. That might just be a day where we're feeling where we're feeling that and that's okay too, to just kind of keep that in mind and to know that that's par for the course when we're going through 
you know, the oh, I hate to use another organization met- <laughs> metaphor during Virgo season. I feel like it's all the ones that I use, but it is that like, you know, the closet gets mess gets messier before it gets cleaner. Mm-hmm. When you have to take yeah. everything out and look at all the piles and everything too. So it is that, you know, that doesn't yeah. mean it's never going to be clean again. I think too, this is like, um, this is a, a personal gripe that I'm sneaking in towards the end of the episode, but <laughs> I, I like, I work with a lot of people who tend to write the wrong month or, or like typo on those type of mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm always the person that writes back an email. That's like, you do mean August, right. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I don't think that like, I don't know what they mean, but it is for me always a reminder of like, other people are reading this and like mm-hmm. you know what if we're forwarding this and like how you know let's correct things as they come up and I think sometimes people think I'm being like I don't know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I like to me it's like this is a good day to just say like hey like just so you know like I know what you mean but I think it's best to have records correct mm-hmm. when on shared documents and things like that instead of just correcting them all the time like actually saying hey maybe you should check your the way you date things or whatever yeah Mm -hmm. be aware that this is a thing that we're doing that's a good one yeah on the 20th of september we have a sun trying to pluto our kind of closing closing aspects of virgo season similar to that mars trying about and about the same degree, obviously, because Mars had moved into Libra, um, but this is happening at 27 degrees of Virgo in 59 minutes, trining Pluto at 27 degrees and 59 minutes of Capricorn, um, which, again, I just like, I like when we have these kind of even <laughs> even opening, opening transits, closing transits to really kind of like close the circle of the spell that is each season. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll see. What that means, but I think that is kind of the, to me, feels very much like a, the sigh of relief after you've finished a project kind of thing of seeing, seeing all of the things. And now you get to go on again, forgive me for an organizational analogy, but that like, you know, the closet project is done. And now you get to just look at, look at your closet and live your life and see how this functions for you. Yeah, I think it's Virgo season and the organizing stuff. It is just like, what is stopping you? Because Virgo mm-hmm. can find all the things to fix or I got to start organizing this. I mean, and it doesn't have to be as like literal organizing and clean. This can be messy. People do this as well. <laughs> South node Virgo person here. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I have to like um, actually organize my records. It's like, what are the things that are taking up like the mental space that's just been so long that is going to just feel like, why did I do this? Well, it's the harvest. It's Mm -hmm. getting all of those fruits and veggies and figuring out how they're going to last through the winter. Are we canning? Are we freezing? Are we, you know, pickling? What are we doing to make sure that we have enough for the rest of the year? And it's a mark of abundance, right? It's Mm -hmm. it's not like so it is like remembering those things in those times. Like, I think, you know, julia's example and stevie said on a previous episode like shopping in your own closet you have a lot of stuff like that's the that's the message is like look how much we've created or whatever and how do we organize it to get through the rest of the year because it's we're closing down you know into holiday season soon mm-hmm. and everything oh, so it is like it's, it's, and it's eclipse moving fast yeah 
come mm -hmm. in right the month later. So no, yeah. And also when you zoom out of, and I think August was very, August Leo season was very similar to Virgo season. There's not like a ton of stuff going on. It's not like crazy loud. Like we had in like early spring and a lot of ingresses. Like it's, I think it is still like getting your shit right time. Absolutely. Especially in this year that's been weird to say. Mm -hmm. And I think just contending with the other stuff that we've had to get, how, again, how are we just like processing, synthesizing, reorganizing based on all of the stuff that we've gone through up until this point, truly, mm -hmm. you know? So that's not, that's not a small task either, even if it's not necessarily new stuff. Um, it is still important work to do. And on the 22nd, yeah. the sun leaves Virgo and heads into Libra at 11.50 p.m. And that is the end. <laughs> and that's Virgo season. I know. I'm and excited. Like, yeah, I think well, it's it feels very building on what we've already been doing in Leo season. It feels very much part of this. If this is a play, you know, third mm -hmm. act. Well, maybe Absolutely. the eclipses are the third act, but. We'll see. Venus retrograde, Mercury retrograde, eclipses. And yeah. then don't worry, another Mercury retrograde will be right around yeah, exactly. the corner. Come and and, and you're going to get to see your family at the holidays. Yes, that's <laughs> mm -hmm. the, the pot the of gold at stuff. the end of the rainbow. <laughs> not to not to throw this in at the end, but we, we just had a little bit of family time recently. And I was asked this question by a family member. It's all, it's all like a very liberal circle. But like, oh, where do you guys get your political comment? Like, what political comedy do you watch? <laughs> and I was like, I don't Ooh. think, do we? Like, it's not funny anymore. Oh, I <laughs> we're like, we're, But who, like, who would be, who, I watched, who is the? My, I watch uh, Jon Stewart, and I think it's great. Oh, well, I don't, it's on not on show. right now, but because of the strike. But I actually think it's one of the better ones. Um. Anyway, we can. Yeah, yeah we can. Yeah. Just a thing that's, that's come up. That's fair. Like, <laughs> like, oh, okay. I was like, um, I don't know. <laughs> Good. I'm well, like, yes, Virgos. Thank you guys. Okay, okay, I'm gonna go eat a cheeseburger now. We love, we love you. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast on Twitter at what's YR sign underscore pod and TikTok at what's your sign podcast for business opportunities, advertising or commission readings, email us What's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Loken, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chenu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.